Now, back to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Kelter Show. It is 9-18 on The Mike Kelter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. Every night, every night, I watch Jeopardy. Except last night when my wife was mad at me and we didn't watch together. Let's uh, welcome to the show the biggest money-winning champion uh, on Jeopardy. This is Brad Rutter. Brad, how are you, sir? I'm uh, I'm doing very well. Uh, is it a requirement that you have to watch together? I mean, you could watch yourself, and then uh, you know, there's TiVo and stuff like that. No, if I don't <laughs> if I don't answer questions in front of somebody, I don't feel like I'm smart. <laughs> like somebody has to go, "Wow, you knew that." I, I have to impress people at all times. It's, you know, it's what makes it more interesting. I think my wife actually respects me more when I answer questions that she has never had any idea about. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I'm the same way. So if you don't mind, I got a couple of quick questions. What is, do you have a preparation process before you go on that show? Do people actually study? Like, I don't, like geography is my weak point. I would probably try to dust up somehow on geography. Yeah, geography, actually, you can study. Uh, it's mostly just picking up information in your daily life. But uh, yeah, there's a few things you can study for. Geography is one of them. Uh, presidents, world capitals, Shakespeare, that kind of stuff is uh, always comes up on Jeopardy. So we, you should go in knowing a lot about that. And fortunately, there's like a finite area of knowledge you can study for that. When you're a contestant and a question comes up and you're like, I think the answer is Mount Vesuvius, but I don't want to look like a dumb dick if I say Mount Vesuvius. Did you ever stop or did you like, I'm just going to say it? Usually I'm just going to say it because I've been watching Jeopardy since I was six years old. And one of the cool things and one of the reasons it's so popular is a lot of times you don't really have to know the answer to get it. They always put a little clue in there. So I'm sort of tuned in with that. So if I have an inkling, I'm pretty sure it's going to be right. But that, it can backfire at times. That is where I think I shine over my wife is I could pick up those clues. I, I can kind of figure out what the answer might be based on it. I, so I have to tell you, it, it really I've been watching a long time as well, and I feel like I may be able to be on the show one day, but I wouldn't win that day. But I feel like I would crush these celebrity idiots in Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> There's no way Pat Oswalt is smarter than me. I thought the, the guys in the finals were uh, actually pretty good. I think any of them could do okay on the real show. But, um, well, I get the real show, the, the regular show. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, they generally, they're not, they're, they're celebrities. They're playing for charity. They don't want to embarrass anybody. They're, they're going to make the questions a little easier. Yeah, it bothered me that um, Ike Barinholtz was so smart because he always seems like such a dummy, and then he went out there and just smoked there. I was like, Jesus. Uh, we're talking to Brad Rutter, who is no longer on, on uh, Jeopardy, but uh, he, like some of the other great Jeopardy champions, has parlayed that into a new gig. Now, I have to ask you this. Do you enjoy uh, uh, Ken Jennings as the host, or uh, I certainly like him more than I like Blossom? Uh, I like them both, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm biased because uh, I've known Ken for, uh, well, 15 years now, but I think he's doing a great job. He he is doing a great job. I, I, I think he is along the lines of what we're used to with Alex Trebek, and we also knew that he was smart. So we want our host to be a, a wealth of knowledge, not just reading the cards. Blossom, my big problem with her is that she takes too long to respond. When somebody does a daily double, she holds that dramatic pause too long, and I'm at the edge of my seat. It freaks me out for the, for the contestant all the time. Well, she's an actress. You know, she wants to amp up the drama. Yeah, yeah she's <laughs> doing a good job at that, I'll tell you that. All right, so 
Now, uh, once you have established yourself as being a smart guy on television, uh, you become a panelist, you become a, a guest on things, and now uh, you're on The Chase. Now, The Chase returns to CBS for season, season four tonight at 10 o'clock. I'm sorry, on ABC. Uh, tonight at 10 o'clock on ABC. Uh, and this is an hour long. That's a, that's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of brain power for a full hour. Yeah, and uh, one of the cool things about the show is there's uh, there's a lot of rapid-fire trivia, but we also get that drama, too, like I was talking about. It's kind of a, a hybrid between Jeopardy and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Uh, there's, you know, a couple rounds where they're just firing questions at us or the contestants, and uh, then in the middle, uh, we're sort of, we're, we us and the contestants are uh, answering the same questions, and uh, they have to make a multiple-choice uh, pick, and then uh, they reveal their answer, and then they, whether we got it right or not, we catch up to them and can conceivably catch them and send them home. This may be a question that you don't know the answer to, and I would understand that, but uh, when you launch a show like this four years ago, when a, when a show like The Chase comes on or or Who Wants to Be the Millionaire, and how are they finding the contestants for this? Like Jeopardy will tell you, hey, we got an app, go sign up and go do it. But if I want to know about how to be a contestant on The Chase, how do I go about doing that? Uh, you can go to thechasecasting.com, and uh, they do put uh, casting notices out uh, at pretty regularly. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty just like any other game show. Uh, they have dedicated people who find game show contestants. It's uh, that, that's show business. What is it, what is your advice for somebody who wants to be on one of these shows? Because it's a lot of times there's a lot of smart people in the world, but they're looking for somebody with a little bit of flair. Sometimes, I don't know if you've watched Jeopardy recently, but they got a kid on the other day that I want to punch in the face because he's got too much flair. Right away, you start rooting for people to lose because they just get they just come across like too cocky. Well, if you want to get on too much flair is never a bad thing, but then you, you can face the backlash. But uh, my best advice is, uh, you know, don't worry about uh, answering the, the, the questions on the test they give you. That's just to qualify. You're either going to do that or not. Like, it, it's also a TV show audition. So bring the energy. Uh, I like to say, you know, be yourself, but a little more so, and uh, you'll have a better shot. Man, I got to tell you, you're right. That's probably what got this kid on, even though I want maybe want to punch him in the throat every night because he just was rubbing me the wrong way. Uh, the Chase is on ABC Tonight, Season 4. You will see Brad Rutter on there. He is the Jeopardy goat. That is that must be pretty good. But do you get mad even though your friends are Ken Jennings? People kind of uh, they go to Ken even though you you did better than Ken. Uh, my friends get a lot more angry than I do, and I think yeah, that's probably is because I know him. But yeah, uh, you know it's like I, I get the calls from my friends like they said Ken was the biggest money winner of all time. That's not true. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't care. The money spends the same. Are you rich after Jeopardy? Uh, define rich. I'm doing all right. Were you, were you, uh, I don't know what you were before Jeopardy. What did you do for a living before you won over $4 million? So this goes back to how long I've been going on the show. My last job uh, before Jeopardy was working in a CD store. So, <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, I, <laughs> so you were making a max $10 an hour? <laughs> uh, I think I was making exactly $10 an hour, if I remember correctly. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Rutter's rich. Yeah, that's, Brad, that's, that's, that's great. So you win the Jeopardy money, and then that parlays it into the chase and other things you are doing very well for yourself. How does a guy with your wealth of knowledge end up in a CD store? Like, don't you feel like where you're like, I am smarter than these morons? Uh, I was taking a break from college. I'm a big music fan. It was it made sense, and uh, I've been lucky enough that uh, things have come along at the right time for me, and it just kept rolling from there. So uh, I'm blessed. 
have you done Rock and Roll Jeopardy? Or is that even still on? Is that no, it's not on, but that even, yeah. I, I'd be great on uh, that. I love Rock and yeah. Roll Jeopardy. Yeah, I think I probably would have done pretty well on that, uh, although it doesn't pay quite as well, or didn't. (laughs) Here's some gift certificates to Denny's. All right, make sure you check out Brad Rutter on The Chase. Season 4 debuts tonight, 10 o'clock, ABC, right here on uh, on, uh, Channel, I don't even know, 511, I think. Brad, great to talk to you, and uh, we'll be watching tonight for sure. Thanks, guys. It'll be fun. All right, pal, take it easy. There you go, Brad Rutter. Let me tell you, we get a lot of celebrities on this show. But there's certain guys who do things that I'm really interested in that make me excited to talk to. I'm amazed that you work in a CD store. Yeah, with that kind of intellect, like what kind of grades was he getting? Well, but he brought up a good point. Like if you're like when I was in college, I uh, worked or I I wanted to work at this Camelot Music. You know what I mean? Because I like the music. Understand. So he probably was just doing that. Sure. I remember watching a uh, profile. I think it was on 60 Minutes, and it was one of the most intelligent people in the world. Like their IQ was off the charts and stuff. And it was a guy who was trying to prove the existence of God through mathematics. You know what he did for a living? Yeah. He was a doorman. Yeah. He <laughs> was a doorman. Yeah. And he was just like, just, you know, regular dude, whatever. But he was super genius. I had a friend for a living. who was a janitor in a college. And Stop it. Goodwill hunting. I already know where he you're would going. do the problem. <laughs> wow. You almost yeah. had me. It was no. a parole job. No. No. He said it. I almost knew. Almost had me. Uh, yeah, I listen. Um, I'll probably be watching it alone tonight, but I'll be watching Jeopardy. I understand the whole thing about it, having to impress. When you're oh, by, yeah. when you're by yourself, it's useless. I'm like nobody's listening. No. I'm so who's good gonna today. go? You're smart. Yeah. I know. You know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how cocky I am. I don't even answer the the easy questions out loud. You, do, like, you know, they're like, you're like ah, I know that one. This band from New Jersey yeah. had a hit called Bad Medicine. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, everybody knows I know the answer. I'm not saying it. Funny story. When I was a rookie. Uh, I was at the Hilton, and my roommate was John Randall. Remember John Randall? Yes. The Hall of Famer? Yes. Well, he was my roommate because he was going to sign with the Bucks. Right. I didn't know uh, that. Long story short, they the, he went to Minnesota because I gave him $5,000 more. He had the crazy eye yeah, makeup, too. Well, yeah, but, but he, was, he wasn't good at the time. Right. But I was his roommate. We were sitting down watching Jeopardy, and I was spitting out answers, and he looked at me. He goes... You're the smartest brother I've ever met. In my life. He, goes, I, he goes, I never met no brother could spit out stuff like, where you from? But you ever see John Randall's football life? No. What I mean, he's from a cabin about, he lived in a cabin about the size of this room oh, really? with 10 people. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. where he's from. And him yeah. and his brother made it to the NFL. Beautiful story. That's that. I'll tell you, anytime you get siblings that make it in the NFL, of course, the big story this weekend was the Kelsey brothers playing each other. But you, uh, you know, Ronde and Tiki, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even father sons. I, I'm just amazed by that because it's clearly in their genes. You know, it's clearly. clearly I used to, I used to ask Ronde all the time. I go, "What's in your dad's sperm that make you, that made you like? Uh, what's in Martine's yeah. uh, family sperm that they all got good right right legs?" There's also, I think father son thing that helps out because the father was in there and he knows kind of the path. Sure, you know, what I mean, obviously you have to have the talent, you have to work. And you also have to have a stuff, father. You have a little bit of a leg up. You have to have a father who's not afraid. To their, for their son to be better than them. And yeah. I know that sounds like that's so casual. and But uh, there's a lot of guys who hold that. Well, that's my gig. That's my job. You I, know think, I, mean? uh, I think Ronde finds out tomorrow. If About he's the Hall of Fame? The Hall of Fame, I think so, yeah. Ronde belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yes, you agree? <laughs> oh. Um, I've gotten in trouble for this before. Uh-huh. But this is my, this is my mentality. Yes. Uh, Ronde was out there as a free agent and nobody wanted him. Ronde always had a better cover corner than him on the team. But in his defense, he was, when he was a free agent, he was somewhat older. He'd been around for a long time. 
Right. You think? <laughs> I mean, listen. But, but, I mean, how many, how many, how many cover corners in the Hall of Fame were in a zone scheme, and how many cover corners in the NFL had a better cover corner than them on the team? Those are things that are going to be asked by Deion Sanders, and people are going to say, "Well, what about the sacks? You know, how many sacks Deion Sanders has?" Yeah, yeah, zero. zero. So I don't, Did, I don't know if he's. Gonna, I, does he get more credit because he was undersized? It's just the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Ain't got nothing to do with it. This is the this is the hall of the best ever. So you should have to say, if I say to you, if I take Barry Sanders and put him on a different team, is he still great? Yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> how about Bo Jackson? Yes. Or how about Tom Brady? Yes. Rondé Barber. I don't mm. know. He was on the best defense ever, so I don't <laughs> if know. You put, if you put Warren Sapp. Take away the pass <laughs> rush, is he still great? Yeah. Okay, so once again, people are going to hate me because I'm in his town. No, I love him and he should. Everybody whose name is up there should go, but they can't all go. How about this? Two things I want to ask you. Okay. One, you if you have the greatest player to play that position, they should be in the Hall of Fame. What position? Fullback. Mike Allstott should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, here we go. Um, Mike Allstott was a fullback. It was a techni- technicality. He was actually a running back. Right. So he made Pro Bowls as a running back masquerading as a fullback. Okay. If you tried to make him a running back and make the Hall of uh, make it, he wouldn't make it, right? No. When, they, when he finally became a fullback, when John Gruden, who hated him more than me, John Gruden hated Mike Allstott more than I hate John Gruden. And that's, okay, yeah, that's hard. Okay. No, I, I love Mike Allstott. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you, you mean. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. so Mike, John Gruden hated Mike Allstott. He made him a real fullback, and he never made a Pro Bowl again. Mm, well, why, why did John Gruden not like Mike Allstott? We called him Mark. Yeah, in, in I remember the, that. Okay, so he's already a pro bowler. You should know his darn name. Mike, go back. The lady and, called you Afro Man and you defended her. Correct. <laughs> okay. But once again, I'm not Afro Man and I'm not Mike Allstott. <laughs> go back and look at John Gruden's tenure. John Gruden does not let anybody excel in his system for more than one year. And your ego can't, your name and your ego can't get bigger than his or you got to go. Look yeah. it up. Yeah. Oh, look, look I'm, it not, up. I'm not denying that. Yeah. I just don't know. I don't, I I remember all those years of Mike Allstott being the greatest, most uh, exciting player I've seen, carrying those guys through the through the end zone on his back. I mean, that nobody played sure. like that. It had but to, it, but he wasn't a fullback; he was a running back. Yeah. If you said to me, I will say to you, put I'll put Mike Allstott's ten best runs against anybody in the history of the game, in the history of the game. Yes, but he's still not a Hall of Famer. He's not. Wow. All right, how about this? Yes, Martin Gramatica, Ring of Honor. I'm okay with that. Okay. Now, while we're talking, Tony Mayberry needs to be in a ring of honor. Tony Tony Mayberry went to three Pro Bowls. Paul Gruber's in a ring of honor. He deserves to be there. Paul went to no Pro Bowls. My problem with that, where I can't argue for or against, is mm-hmm. Tony Mayberry was pre-Mike out to being a Bucks fan. So I don't know. I know sure. Tony Mayberry. Sure, yeah. I know... Uh, I know I saw you with him one time, and I mm-hmm. thought he was dying because he no, was No, so you said that before. Yeah, uh, yes. and, but I'm glad that he's not. But, yes, that, that could be very yeah. possible, and I can't argue either way. I mean, people I just, fall through cracks, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he's just one of those guys that uh, people remember him, but he should be remembered more. He was the first but Buccaneer was, to go to the Pro Bowl. He was pre, uh, pre-Glazier, wasn't he? Or no, maybe right in the beginning no, of the Glazers? He was, he was part of the Glazers. I, I just don't know, that, I don't know that they know the history of some of these people. You know what I mean? No, I understand that. I also think that there's, they're running out of room, like, they need to find a new spot. Well, they got wall. John's spot. They got John's spot in Grammatica, so they already got the GR, so they could save yeah, money. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Do you think they you should have took Grammatica, uh, Gruden down? <sighs> yes. You do? Yes. Why? 
They, I know they, you don't they, like Gruden. No, I no, I hate him. Right. So okay, and I don't hate many people. Trying to separate that. From well, the your... reason why I hate him is the reason why they took everybody else hates him. He's just not a good person. Yeah, but you're not looking at it. You're not putting up good people. You're putting up good people right, who well, do stuff for the for well, the team. The reason why he was fired and all those kind of things is the things that he said, and nobody wants their name around that, including myself. Yeah. So, I mean, there's certain things that are just not okay. I know that uh, in the years I've lived here and watched the Buccaneers switch team uniforms, switch stadiums and all that, and Tony Dungy bringing this team, Sam Weiss drafting a team, Tony Dungy bringing mm-hmm. this team to close every year, mm-hmm. John Gruden pushed him over the edge. No doubt. John Gruden got him that No support. doubt. And, and I think he deserves the accolades from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Not taking away from what he did. Right. But, that should, to, but if you put his name up in there, that means you were representing that name. That's your. That's. Uh, I was always told when you leave here, you're representing the brand. So, but you don't. But you don't uh, see. I, I. I know what you're saying. But it, part of me is like, hey, I don't. He did. You know, I'm here for what he did for us and what he did for this team. Okay. And and that's what we're. That's what we're happy about. What he does after and off the field and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I don't. It has nothing to do. I'm putting him up there because he got us a Super Bowl. And listen, he deserves. Uh, he people say that was Tony Dungy's Super Bowl, and all I say, nope, it was John well, Gruden. Tony Super Dungy Bowl. had several years to get a Super Bowl. Correct. Yeah. And if Tony Dungy was the coach the next year, they probably wouldn't have won a Super Bowl because they probably wouldn't have been good enough offensively. Yeah. Now, how many coaches get the luxury? Of getting a team ready to win a Super Bowl, that doesn't happen very often. Right. So John Gruden got lucky, and Tom but it's Brady, still same his. Thing. It's still it was still his team. Okay, yeah. you can't take that away. Period. But to have somebody's name up there in your stadium when we don't have to go over all the things he said, but I don't know if we we got a chance to read all of it. Do there you, was anti everything in it. You, it also referred uh, uh, to one of the Glazers Correct. as homosexual, and Correct. I think that probably Correct. Yeah, is what got to take. You it don't want to mess. You don't want to mess with the billionaires. But right. I mean, you can mess with everybody. Once you mess with the billionaires, it's got to go. Mm. Well, Period. Mike thought uh, Bruce Arian should not be up in the Ring of Honor. Yes, I think two. I'd be okay with him not being up in there. Why don't, I mean, what do you he had he, one year? He had two years. And uh, I'm sorry, what do you have? Two, three years here or two years? He was here three years. Three, three years. years. And uh, he had uh, Tom Brady. He had Mike Evans. He had Chris Godwin. He had Scotty Miller. He had all these players that Tom Brady made superstars that year. Scotty Miller was a superstar. Well, no, but I never heard Scotty Miller's name until he started getting the balls from Brady that first season. What I'm saying is uh, Giovanni uh, Bernard mm-hmm. and all these guys that all of a sudden. Brady was making names, you know what sure. I mean? That's Brady is the guy that gets that. That's not Period. Bruce Arians. But, no, but Brady didn't build that team. No, but neither did Bruce Arians. Uh, I don't know if Brady didn't build that team. Yeah. If you took Brady off that team, the team looks different. Much yeah, different. that's true. You, you know, does Brady, not here. this was Brady's team the last two years. Well, I yeah. hope we all know that. Yeah. He, he put, he made all the decisions. Yes. You have to see I that. Don't th- I think it Including wrong. removing Bruce Arians. And if you don't believe that, yeah. then come on now. The timing was a little wonky, wasn't mm-hmm. it? It's a little off. I think everybody agrees with that, and I think that at the time they didn't. I don't think anybody has a problem with it either. At the time they didn't, because I was on sports radio, and they're like, "No, that's not Tom." I'm like, "Wait a minute, the same Tom that was going behind everybody's back and trying to go, go to, to Miami, Miami. Yeah. that guy, <laughs> and was talking to everybody." But come on now, listen, he's just he's human, everybody. He's, he's, he's the best quarterback ever, but he's human. But he's also uh, a, a smart. Like, when people make decisions that you don't understand, you don't know everything that goes into it. And it, and sometimes it's none of your business. It's correct. And if Tom Brady wanted to go to Miami, it stinks for us. But mm-hmm. if it would have saved his marriage, if mm-hmm. him being in Miami would have been better for his wife mm-hmm. and his kids. And that's on that's up to him. Yeah, now, that, now, that being said, though, we do understand that Tom Brady has his own rules. 
Tom Brady can do whatever he wants because he's Tom Brady. Right. If the say, if a different athlete did what Tom Brady did, he'd be crucified. Yes, that's I, facts. I agree with you. You know what I mean? You know what? You know, I I, uh, I mean, when you're under contract, you probably shouldn't be trying to facts. Find team. That's tampering. Yeah. Right. And and uh, you know, some people will take the fall for that, so yeah. that he doesn't. Well, they did. The, the Dolphins lost their draft picks because of it, right. and the owner is banned from his own stadium. The owner of the Dolphins, what's that clown's name? He should be removed immediately. So we have one ki- one kid from the, uh, the the Falcons bet on a game and got caught and got suspended for two years. Right. So the, the owner of the Dolphins told his coach to throw the last five games. He was giving him $100,000 a game. How does that affect betting? Yeah. So you, a player gets suspended for two years, but the owner of a team can fix his team and not get suspended? That's crazy. Oh, he said, well, sorry, Spanish. Uh, I was just going to say, and they say the NFL isn't scripted. <laughs> I don't believe in that. You I don't, don't believe, believe it. No, I don't believe I in scripted. No way. Do you believe that they say no? Uh, you don't believe that anybody ever has to actually say no. Not predetermined. Not like the WWE. But you don't believe it when it goes to the to the box. They go no. Mm. Well, no. It would be nice. If no, they, because I'm going to say this is why. Yeah. The NFL has been around a long time. Mm-hmm. If there was somebody that was looking for some, like I, in boxing, I bet you can get somebody and say, "Did Don King give you a look?" And they probably go, "Yeah, he did." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many years and so many people, it would have come out already. It would have come out. Somebody it would say, "Kind of come out." Where? It's everybody talks about it. It's mm. kind of nobody yeah, says I was, was part of it. There was a player on the podcast. Well, said it. Yeah, but then, but that's but listen, he was a part he, of it. Cheedy, what Cheedy says it as well. And I had this conversation with Cheedy a couple of times. And I, Cheedy was like, "Listen, our Super Bowl was rigged." And I go, "Why would you say that?" Well, we know their place. And I go, Cheedy, John Gruden. Was uh, when I was in Philadelphia, John Gruden was our offensive coordinator, right. and Bill Callahan was my offensive line coach. Bill Callahan learned offense from, from John, John Gruden. Gruden, so the teacher was going against the student. Right, you knew that's that. the way it's going to happen. Yeah. They didn't know what was going to. So Derek Brooks knew what was going to happen because John Gruden was in the head of, of of the coach. But they also talked about in that documentary that Gruden's like, "I this they're going to do this because yeah, yeah, he knows he knows the deal." Yeah, I don't think that's cheating. That's just having having you knowledge. See, Tony Romo do it all the time. Oh yeah, that's when true. When he's announcing, he says exactly what play they're going right. to do. Now I, I worked with Ron for twenty years. I can almost tell you what Ron was going to say sometimes. Sure, because you just you know somebody's. You know everybody has mannerisms. They do things. You guys all say things at certain times. Coaches do things at certain times. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I I agree with that. Um, by the way. Let's talk about you brought you brought some up. Che- Cheedy and Okay, how tight are you and Cheedy? I, I, me and Cheedy are good friends. All right. I feel like Cheedy and I are, are on bad terms okay. for different reasons. Okay, and I I, th- I think it would be great for Cheedy and I to have a conversation on air where we talk to each other and we don't have to like each other. But I'm not saying so mm-hmm. I could attack him or yell at him. Correct. We could work it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Cheedy clearly is not intimidated by me because he comes. No, I know not that. intimidated by anybody. Right. He is not intimidated by me, so I don't think Cheedy would veer away from that. But I think that if you could tell Cheedy that I would promise him the honesty of a real interview where I don't manipulate it to make him sound bad, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, I'm just saying. I, yeah. I, I listen. It's not gonna. It's not gonna change anything if it sure. doesn't happen. Yeah. But I, I feel like if Cheedy and I, instead of leaving message for each other on social media, mm. we just had a conversation, sure. we might be more along the same lines. Well, I've actually a couple times not put Cheedy on air. On purpose, because sometimes because you like him and you don't want like him to say the wrong thing. Yes, so, yeah. I, I, you know what I would say to him. Mike would like you to come on air with him and speak. Yeah, 
but it's not a good idea. <laughs> but, but let me tell you, Cheney, Cheney uh, got mad at me mm-hmm. because I was, uh, you know, I'm a friend of Saps. Sure. You're a friend of Saps. Big time. And uh, I, I am always going to take the side of my friend. Makes sense. And Cheney attacks Sap, and Sap finally responds. Yeah. And then Sap says, I said to Sap, will you fight Cheney for charity? And he mm-hmm. said, 100%, I'm in. And then Cheney disappears. So look, I know I'm not saying Cheney's afraid, yeah, no. but I but Cheney now all of a sudden every once in a while he bumps up on me and he wants to sue me. I said, now let's get this clear. In my memory, which isn't these guys will tell you isn't always perfect, a Buccaneer player got in trouble for being drunk and urinating in the lobby of their own uh, apartment building okay. sometime in the nineties. Okay, in my recollection, it was Cheney. So my question that I asked on the air was, was that Cheney? Didn't Cheney get arrested for that? Sap even said, no, I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. All right. I asked Pete. Pete's like, no, I don't remember. And I go, okay, clearly my memory is wrong. But I did say on the air, okay. was it Cheney? And they said, no. Now Cheney's like, oh, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you. I was wrong. I asked a question, and I was wrong. Yeah. But uh, also, it, it uh, Cheney has some things floating out there around him that he has tried to defend through social media. And I'm like, Cheney, well, let's just talk about it. Let's just sure. have a conversation. You don't even have to leave here liking me. Mm-hmm. We could still leave and go, you're, in, you're a jerk. I don't like you. We're not to be friends. Mm-hmm. But I would give him the, the fairness of, uh, of th- an opportunity. I think you would. Yeah. And listen, I watched Cheney and Sap saga unfold yeah. in the 90s. I watched it unfold. And, you know, Sap, you know Sap. Yeah. And this is what I tell people. He's going to chin check you. Right. You understand what He's I mean? He's done that to you. He's probably done it to he's you. He's done that to me. Okay, he's going to chin check yeah. everybody. That's the way he vets people. Right. If you fail it, it's going to be a long existence. Yep. I think Cheney failed it. So You you did not fail it. He made a comment to you. Yeah. You got up in his face, and from then on, you got No, I just cool. said sit. I go, yeah. I go yeah. come here and sit. Yeah. And I said, you will not talk to me that way. Right. And he looked at me, and he was like, good. And then that's all he wants. Yeah. He wants to know that if things get hectic. Yep. I'm not going to back back away. That's all he wants. I think the very first time, I didn't know him, and uh, he had agreed to do something, and then he backed out of it, and I got in his face. Not in his face. I mm-hmm. shouldn't sound so tough. Challenge. But I said, well, I said to him, I go, this is ridiculous. You did that and the yes. other thing, and blah, blah, blah. And I walked away, and I was like, forget him. And then he got up, and he was like, you're right. Yep. And he did it. And I'm yep. like, oh, that's okay. So sometimes you just need to talk to him like a man. And and ever since Not then, everybody can do that, Mike. You know that, right? I know, but, but I'm just saying, ever since then, yeah. I don't care what you say about Sap and the way he treated you and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Maybe it was the way you reacted Correct. to him. You know what I mean? Correct. So, uh, you know, people are raised differently and they're, they're, they've learned. I, 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 one of my things is I get in this radio station. I hate the salespeople right out of the gate. Okay. Why? Are they bad people? No, but I've been burned by other salespeople so far before. Sure. Now it took me almost five, seven years to realize the people I work with are great people and they're, we work together and we're friends sure. and they're some of my strongest relationships in the team. But I would have never have known that based sure. on my history. So you don't know somebody's history. Sure. Spanish, let me ask you, can I go over or do I have to play commercials? Uh, I don't think, Carmen, Carmen do we have, do have commercials there, left? There are commercials left, but we okay. can come back. Bef- no, if we're going to wrap it up, we'll wrap okay, it up. Okay, okay. Do I have to wrap it up now? Yeah. Okay. I brought you, one, I, I, I brought you one more gift. What is that? <laughs> my Trinidad, you a Kratom drinker? Let me see that. Well, I don't, I'm not a Kratom drinker and I'm, uh, uh, yet. Okay. How about that, okay? So the which one is the Kratom? The Mud Bowl stuff? No, Kava is the Kava. Mud Bowl. Kratom is the botanical tea. Now, what is... So I yeah. took the Mud Bowl mm-hmm. stuff, and so did Aaron Miller, yeah. and so did somebody else, I don't remember, and then we crapped for seven days nonstop. Okay. 
and I couldn't tell. We also went to we also went Volcano to Bay? Volcano Bay, okay. and I couldn't tell if maybe I ingested fecal matter from some Indian guys or what the deal was, or if it was that Kabul. Okay. Like every time I would crap, I'd text Aaron Miller, and I go crap, and he goes yeah. yep, and I go okay. So I was hesitant at, okay. but they, those two things kind of go together, sure. kava and and kratom. They do. Now, they do. My wife asked me, "What is kratom?" I go, "I don't know. I don't know." Kava is from the root of a pepper plant. Yeah. Okay. Kratom is a botanical tea. Okay. They both tickle your opioid receptors, oh. and so you make you feel good. They don't get drunk. You don't get high. But it gives you a good. Little... It gives you a good feeling. Yeah. Like at nighttime, uh, I don't drink alcohol anymore, so I drink kava instead. I just you don't drink like any a... alcohol. No. Wow. I'm out. Yeah. Okay. I really don't try. I try not. I'm even. I don't even eat meat anymore. You don't eat meat. My eat fish. That's it. Yeah, weird. What have you become? I'm now? a weirdo now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. But the the Mitra Nine is a kratom seltzer. So kratom oh. kratom itself is a little bit bitter. Kava tastes like dirty water. Yeah. But uh, Mitra Nine made them both taste very good. So you taste that, and I'll give you guys all one as well. Okay. All so right. it's a kratom, but it's a seltzer, so it tastes a little bit better, and it does it still does good things for your but body. But I could drink all four of these and drive. Uh, I wouldn't just jump into four, but you could. Hey. You could. Let's try. Let's see. <laughs> like this guy, he hasn't drank one, and he wants yeah. to drink four. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, like yeah. it's you'd be not, all right. You'd be all right. A Bud Light seltzer, right? yeah. I can't drive. No, ever. but no. Okay. so you can't drink four Bud Light seltzers to drive. I mean, I might be able to, okay. but legally, I don't want to. Yeah. I understandable. Yeah, I gotta tell you, Ian, I love having you on. Love being I, here, I, brother. You are welcome to come by whenever you want. That might be every day. Uh, Afro Man, it's great to see you. You need a black guy in here, anyways. <laughs> Do we though? My neighbors already don't like us. Uh, that's true. <laughs> they were eyeballing me and stuff. Uh, the great Ian Beckles, he has got a place right there on uh, West Shore and Gandhi where you can go and get this stuff. You can go in there and learn about the uh, marijuana. And I, I tell you, there's a lot of adults who for years were told all these years that it was bad and it was drugs and it was a gateway. It was a this. lie. It was not only a lie, but you're missing out on a, a healthy way to really curb a lot of medical problems. Swelling, um, uh, you know, the, me with the panic attacks and all that stuff. And get rid of the pills. Get rid of the pills. The pills are killing you. No doubt. The pills are killing your liver. They're killing you. I'll tell you, I uh, I really feel like we, we got to a good spot with this stuff. There's Dude. stores popping up everywhere, and it's not like smoke shops. It's mm. real, legit medical stores that you can go in. Do you have one that you recommend? We have a cannabis doc in our building. Oh, really? 4817 yeah. Southwest Shore. Yeah, cannabis doc. Check them out. It's easy. Get your card right there every Friday. I I'll be it. in there. Um, what are you doing for Super Bowl? Will you be there in the dignitary headquarters? Right, the dignitary. You haven't seen the new room. You haven't I seen have, the new private lounge yet. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to come by. Yeah, yeah, please. Uh, tomorrow, thank you to Brad Rutter. See him tonight at ABC at 10 o'clock on The Chase. Tomorrow, we will do the open letter. We didn't get to it today. Um, what else? Anything else tomorrow I need to know about? Uh, no, and okay. then Dusty, Sl- Dusty oh, Martin Slay. will be in Oh, yeah, Martin and, and then Dusty, Dusty Slay on Friday. Friday. We're going to get Martin in the Ring of Honor. Go do lifeguard imaging. Yeah, I'm being serious about yeah. that. That's it's, that's important. It's so good for so many people. Like even Bobby Kelly, who only was an 11.3. Perfect. No, not perfect. I was 2,600. I don't like the way. Jesus Christ. I was eight. 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 Yes. I'm right. I'm gonna drink all these. <laughs> Have a great day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Find us on Instagram at the Mike Calder Show. Dizzy and the After Show up next. Goodbye.
That's it. It's over. That's all for today. Thanks for listening to the Mike Caltus Show. This tax season, double your refund. Wesley Chapel Toyota wants you to buy the vehicle you've always wanted. So we'll double your tax refund up to $2,500 towards the down payment of any used vehicle. Plus, most Wesley Chapel pre-owns are covered by our lifetime warranty. Unlimited time, unlimited miles. Double your tax refund today at Wesley Chapel Toyota. We'll double your down payment up to $1,250. Maximum tax refund matches $2,500 to be put toward a used vehicle from Wesley Chapel Toyota. Offers cannot be combined. See dealer for complete details. Expires 228